Oh yeah! Fire stuff! This for New Orleans! Who that nation? Who that? Who that? We that? We that? What is up, Hold Nine Sports fans? As always, Dylan Sanders. You can find me on Twitter at Dilly Sanders. Joining me today, we have uh, Tyler McClatchy of the All Saints Considered podcast and All Saints Considered website, and whatever the job he has. I'm blanking on my head right now. Um, uh, he went to Old Dominion, so you know he knows good football. Uh, Yo, come on, man. Come on. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just messing. I go to Baton Rouge Community College. I think <laughs> Old Dominion has better football. Um, but welcome. You can find him on Twitter at Ty McClatchy, uh, T-Y-M-C-L-A-T-C-H-Y on Twitter. I am so excited to be here. I'm going to try to keep myself from saying fired up too much, but I am <laughs> fired up to be here. He said fired up at least 20 times in the, like, 10 minutes we've been on this call already i'm fired up man i'm fired up (laughs) welcome to the podcast tyler but first before we get into any football before we get into any football you said you have some beef with brandon i want to get into that right now oh yeah um so this is football related um and this was actually for my stock up so i'll I'll just get just go go right now uh and I'm gonna I'm gonna throw my stock up there because you're bringing it up. And my stock up is Tom Herman even after the loss. And <laughs> Brandon, first off, my beef is you re- retweeting Jeff Schwartz, also known as Geoff Schwartz, got um, him talking trash, <laughs> talking trash about Tom Herman headbutting his players, one of his players' helmets pregame. And that's one of my big beefs because I coached for three months, um, half of a season. So I know about coaching, and you also I know, know about, about quarterback play because you yeah. play, you started quarterback, and Derek Carr gave you uh, gave you advice. He did, and I did throw three interceptions after, and you lost, <laughs> and I did lose first round. It got knocked out of the tournament. But in all serious, in all seriousness, Brandon, um, a big part of being a coach is hyping up your team and getting your team jacked for a game. And you retweeted that tweet said he should focus more on coaching his team. And speaking from experience, being around coaches pregame, there's nothing you can do pregame except hype up your team and run warm-ups. And they're sitting there in a huddle, and he's hyping up his team. And Tom Herman right there is doing exactly what you do as a coach. So you right there retweeting, first off, Jeff Schwartz is a big stock down for you. And two, just the the total atmosphere of that tweet, the total total vibe of that tweet is a huge stock down because you're supposed to hype up your your team. So, uh, yeah, just not a big fan of that, Brandon. I'm sorry to come on your own podcast and call you out within five minutes. But and he's not, he's not even on here. And he's not even on here. Yeah, not a big fan of that. Not um, a big And I almost replied, and I thought I'd just hold my tongue. Like, but now you're I'm on here. the podcast, so now it's a perfect opportunity. Listen, whenever Brandon's not here, I welcome all Brandon t- trash talk, because I do it on the podcast whenever he's on here. Yeah. Do you call oh, him out for having a ponytail right now? He'll get so mad. <laughs> <laughs> Not only that's when I would go, it's a man bun, but you know it's a it's a ponytail. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't come on here and talk trash because I'm gonna take that back. I'm sorry, Brandon. Just wow, <laughs> already calling it back. 
Weak. Educate weak. yourself on coaching. Educate educate yourself on ponytails, and we'll go from there. He was a he was an athlete. Do you know that? He's a wide receiver. Brandon was. Yeah. Badass. Better than me. Yeah, you know. Um, he's really proud of his athletic past, and uh, <laughs> he'll only bring he'll always bring it up because he's like you know he's like, man, I'm so badass. I had such a great past playing football. You know, being a wide receiver. He just never shuts up about it. <laughs> you know, I kind of feel that was like me back when I was good at basketball, but yeah, not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. <clears throat> I didn't even look up. Is there any news that's happened this week? Also, we're recording this. I'll just say that right now. We're recording this on Saturday night. Um, so I'm going to do a separate little segment tomorrow talking about the NFL games, uh, recapping the NFL games. Um, so, yeah, that's, I'm just going to say that right now. But uh, has there been any news, anything crazy that's happened today? I honestly, at least from my side, I do not think so. The NFL, I mean, obviously you have the college football games so with, like, NFL where there would be news. I don't think anything's happened. Oh, uh, college game day is actually going to Minnesota this week, next week. That's nice. crazy. It kind of sucks. No, I think that'll just be pretty temperature fun. wise. I'm not. I'm, I'm not thinking about like <laughs> team and atmosphere wise. I'm just thinking straight temperature. Yeah, that's gonna be Big pretty cold. Guy. <laughs> Big temperature guy. <laughs> yeah. Can you put that in your <laughs> Twitter bio? That's something I pay a lot of attention to. <laughs> Big temperature guy. I love me a good twenties to thirties, but like, yeah. Uh, outside of that, no. Uh, but yeah, Tyler is joining us from All Saints Considered. Uh, you might remember we've had Ross on this episode on this podcast, and we mention him like every episode. So that's terrible to know that like I'm following up Ross. <laughs> like, <laughs> can come on here and give you Listen. like. Great breakdowns and great, just like thoughtful processes. How do you think it is, like being there next to, next to Ross, having to like, like he'll just give you like the greatest insight ever and just be the best person ever at doing this, and you have to like follow and like be with him. Like it's the worst. It's He's just, just so terrible. good at what he does. Yeah, I hate being second place, but if that's what I gotta be tonight, yeah, we'll be second place. Um, yeah, you know. Shout out to Tyler for joining us, though. We've been trying to do this forever, but he always has work. Yeah. But now he's just like, you know, screw work. We're just, we're going to do this. Yeah. Also, My you can, you, also, I just, I just censored myself, but you can curse on this podcast if you feel like it. We don't really care. You know what? That's part of the reason I, I'm like really excited to be on here is because I do the All Saints Consider podcast, but on there I really censor myself and I feel like I can't be myself. And Listen, on here I feel like I can really express myself. You can, and that's what I love listening to your guys' podcasts is because you guys are very, very, very entertaining and we're, very fun. We're, lo- we're loosey goosey, loosey goosey. We just like that fun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry for that. <laughs> we just like that fire. <laughs> Oh, it's fire. We just like to have fun on here, you know? Um of course we give you, we give the good the good little uh information here and there, but I uh, you know, when I listen to stuff, I if they're like serious 100% of the time, I can't listen to it. Um yeah. just cuz it just bores me. But, you know, so I I, I like to um, especially when Brandon's here, because he's just a buzzkill, you know? <laughs> Total <laughs> So I just, I just like... I listen, and like 99% of the episodes Brandon's on, I just turn him off. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, so <laughs> we should start talking about football. Uh, since we always have NFL on um, before 
uh, college football. We're going to go to NFL now, so we're just going to transition to me tomorrow afternoon recording this. It's going to be a completely different tone, <laughs> but uh, Dylan, take it away. Thanks for that wonderful welcome, Dylan. Um, hi, this is me the next day, the day after we recorded. Um, yeah, so I am... Uh, you're about to hear a very wonderful episode. Um, last night was super fun. Please listen to the entire thing. I know this is a long one, but I am asking you from the bottom of my heart to listen to the entire thing because it is a wonderful experience, especially the mailbag. Um, so just beware of that. Um, be excited because you're about to, to experience something wonderful. Um, it's one of my favorite episodes. But before I do that, I'm gonna I'm gonna bore you all um, by talking about the NFL games um, that were terrible, <coughs> um, and uh, yeah, that's that was it was a boring day of, of football for the three games that we chose to talk about. Um, Saints almost blew it, but I mean we're gonna get, we're gonna talk <laughs> we're gonna talk about. Um, a little bit about a very true part of the game that we didn't even know happened yet. But uh, all I have to say is, Michael Thomas is the MVP. Um, and that's it. Um, so, but get ready to hear that again. Um, but even before I get into those, I do want to shout out something we didn't shout out last night. And that is uh, Florida <laughs> International beat Miami last night. Just man, Miami is not back, guys. Shout out to Texas because Miami beat them in being not back mightily. Um, for those of you that don't know, Florida International is a uh, a team that's also based in Miami, and uh, Miami uh, has lost two recru- three recruits today. Um. Little fun fact about that: uh, they lost three recruits after losing. Um, Miami was a 21, uh, 21 point favorite in this game, and uh, they suck. They lost to Georgia Tech and FIU this year. So uh, shout out to Florida International because this game, the game is basically. Um, like winning a national title for them. Um, one of the best wins of all time, I, I would say, um, for the entire program. So, and they're bowl eligible now in the, in the FCS, so that's awesome. So, shout out FIU for doing that, and uh, Miami is just embarrassing. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so Miami's already lost three recruits. Uh, Tate Martell was not at the game, so, you know, he's gonna, um, he's gonna probably enter the, uh, enter the transfer portal and go somewhere crappy because he's not that good at football. Um, and he, cause he wants to play quarterback again. Uh, but now getting into the NFL games a little bit, um, the first first game we talked about was uh, the Cowboys at the Patriots, spread New England minus six. 
Um, I chose Miami to. Co- I mean, I my, I chose New England to cover. Um, and Mike and Brandon chose Dallas to cover. Um, in a very low scoring, not even just defensive, just bad weather, bad game. Um, I'd say it's a combination of good defense and and bad weather. But uh, it was a thirteen to nine final. Um, which by that math, New England won, but did not cover. Um, yeah, Tom Brady was 17 of 37 for 190 yards and a touchdown. Um, he's not not a great year for uh, the good old Braidster. Um, not a, not an ideal season, but uh, you know, that's how uh, how she blows sometimes. Uh, the the Patriots es- uh, escape their home stadium, I guess, with a uh, with a victory. Um, I you know how I like to uh, read uh, drive charts for low scoring games. Uh, I'm gonna do that for this one. <coughs> punt, punt, missed field goal, punt, blocked punt, touchdown, interception, field goal, field goal, missed field goal, field goal, missed field goal, punt, punt, punt. Punt, punt, punt. Field goal, field goal, punt. Downs, downs, end of game. So I'm sorry to anyone who watched that. Because um, I was busy um, very much not paying full attention to it. Um, the next game was the Seahawks at Eagles. The spread, for whatever reason, Philadelphia was favored by by a point and a half. Then everybody on the entire team got injured. And... Uh, the Seahawks uh, just uh, won seventeen to nine. Um, not an ideal game um, for for Philadelphia fans. I think Wentz had like four turnovers, um, two touchdown, two I mean two interceptions. He had three fumbles. Only two of them were lost though. Um. But they had like no wide receivers. the The pass catcher, the people who caught a pass in this game were uh, Zach Ertz, Dallas Goddard, obviously. Those are the two tight ends. But then it was JC, uh, JJ Arcega Whiteside, um, Greg Ward Jr., um, and Miles Sanders. They had, uh, yeah, they had a lot of people out. Uh, that's fair to say um, for this game. Um. And yeah, that was just kind of that's just kind of how the game went. Um, another all right game a game for Russell Wilson only adds to uh, to the conversation of Lamar Jackson or can't guard Mike Michael Thomas for MVP this year. <coughs> Which of course Russell Wilson's amazing and elite, but I think um, the MVP um, is going to be one of those two guys. I just, I really just want, oh my god, I think it's going to be Lamar Jackson, I just really want a non-quarterback, I want Michael Thomas to win it, because he, you know, I don't know, we're going to get into it again, again, like I said. But uh, lastly, the last NFL game we have to talk about was going to be the Packers at 49ers, Sunday night football, the spread was San Francisco, minus three, and um, Brandon and Mike, obviously, smartly chose San Francisco to cover, but I was feeling a little ditzy, I was feeling a little gutsy. I was like, you know what, my, you know what, Green Bay, I got you, dog. 
I'm gonna pick you to cover, and then they uh, very much did not cover. It was 37 to eight. Green Bay got uh, absolutely demolished. Uh, fair to say, um, they gave up. Uh, <coughs> sorry, Aaron Rodgers had five sacks. <coughs> <coughs> I've been sick for like a month now. Um, I am going to the doctor tomorrow, so you should be happy about that, for me at least. Um, so that's finally happening tomorrow. I'm finally going to the doctor. I can uh, I can get my bronchitis healed. Because um, I got someone else sick too, so I feel bad for that. But, uh, you know. Uh, but yeah, so that, that about does it for uh for the NFL recaps. It was, it was like I said un- really uneventful kind of day um in terms of games that we covered. So uh enjoy this great episode like I said, please listen to the entire thing. All right, uh back to them. All right, now we're back. <laughs> <laughs> this is immediately after I said Dylan take it away. So, you know, we're back talking about college football. Wow, how crazy was that NFL Sunday? <laughs> Right, Tyler? How crazy was it? Crazy. (laughs) Crazy. Man, can you believe the Saints beat the Buccaneers 47 to negative 2? Honestly, completely expected. You know, that's what we all expected. 42 to negative 2. The negative 2 we all saw coming. You know, it's it's not really a huge surprise. Yeah, no. Oh, they're playing the Panthers? (laughs) Yeah, I know. I don't know why I said the Buccaneers. Um... Shout out to Kyle Lallon for uh, throwing an interception for negative two points. Because um, that's how scoring works in football. Um, and then, you know, Michael Thomas had 400 yards and four touchdowns and is still considered the third best wide receiver in the NFL. The thing is, like, that is really not that far-fetched. No, because, you know, I you know, whenever Brandon's not here, I like to bring one Saints guy just so I can, you know talk my shit basically um that is like the one thing michael thomas is the one thing i'll go off on go off on michael thomas right now because i i I truly that is the one person i truly believe is the best wide receiver in football and i'll be honest i i get cloudy on my judgment with saints players and i'll be completely honest about that i'll say saints players are better than they are and like even like Latavius Murray right now, I hype up a ton. Even though Latavius Murray is like just pretty in a he's very average okay. running back <laughs> right now. Okay. Yeah, like he's like as average as you get. Catch me saying Jared Cook's the best tight end in the NFL after yeah, exactly, one catch. Exactly. <laughs> but Michael Thomas actually is the best wide receiver in the NFL, and like you cannot, no, you can. I think he is. He's also my personal MVP front runner. Like he is the yeah. entire Saints team right now. Dude, I went off on that on 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 the last ASC podcast. Is like. When you talk about MVP frontrunner, and the only other person I can see right now is Lamar Jackson, is the value you bring to your team. And if you take what Michael Thomas has done, what he has played as, his I mean, he's leading the league in receptions. He's leading the, the league in uh, yards. But take that away. Just the value he's brought undefeated with Teddy Bridgewater, 5-0. If you take that away, the Saints might not win a game. Without Michael Thomas, you know, and that's when you talk about most valuable player. He is the most valuable player. Teddy Bridgewater's uh, quarterback rating when throwing to anyone other than Michael Thomas is like fifty points lower. Yeah, 
and and it's it's like the thing too like you get analytics yeah analytics all favor michael thomas you take away analytics and just go straight um you go straight um what do you eye test uh oh yeah, yeah you go straight film yeah michael thomas wins every single time 100 percent. and the thing is like, like michael thomas wins in every single category you get backup qb michael thomas when up. was the last film, time he dropped michael a thomas pass it's last season like midway through it's the longest active streak in the nfl actually yeah so yeah it's insane like the dude's just the best is just the best and the fact that he's not a 99 on madden is also crazy because if they're gonna give it to christian mccaffrey they gotta give it to michael thomas and that's the thing too i think michael thomas brings a big bigger value to the saints than christian mccaffrey does to the panthers yeah, I mean, and I'm not knocking Christian McCaffrey. He's a great football player, but if you're, yeah. I, I feel like he, I don't know, if they take away quarterbacks and Michael Thomas is like number one, and I still think he should be no, yeah, number one. Exactly. Yeah. Like it's annoying that in, like the MVP and the Heisman are quarterback awards now, because it's not always true. It's like it's most valuable without the without the Ravens. I'm not saying they'd be as good if they still had Joe Flacco, but they'd. I feel like they'd still have success. Yeah. If and Lamar you take, too is my number two. Yeah, hundred like, percent. I love Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Thomas. But if you take away Michael Thomas from the Saints team, it's a very good chance that their record could be reversed. <laughs> no, exactly. Even with Drew Brees, I don't think they're winning these games. Like, look at the reduction from the wide receivers behind Michael Thomas. They're not winning games. Yeah. At all. If Ted Ginn's your number one wide receiver. It's cool. Oh, uh, yikes. <laughs> yeah. And Pretty listen, I, I, I've been a, a, a Ted Ginn fan, but, but, yeah, I know. It's just Michael Thomas and then everyone else. Yeah. This is a two-person award for me right now. It's Michael Thomas and Lamar Jackson. And then, you know, you got your Russell Wilsons and your Christian McCaffreys. But that was our rant. <laughs> rant of a Michael. <laughs> Watch, you know, he's tomorrow he's going to go one catch for 10 yards. Uh, just because we're Even saying that, this right he's now. He's still on pace <coughs> if he does that for the reception record because he is ahead of Marvin Harrison where he was at this point for catches. So take that yeah. as you will. Yeah. it's He's going to break records. You know, record. And can I just say, I kind of, I you know, I'm going to toot my own horn. I kind of called this before the preseason. Yeah, um, with my, with my uh, do you remember the post I made on All Saints Considered? The, Are you not ready for year four, yeah, Michael third Thomas? year, right? It's his yeah. fourth year. Year four, I thought. Fourth year, that's what I meant. Yeah, I'm not good at math. You know, I'm not good at numbers, but <laughs> I, ha- I have it somewhere around here. Where'd, where'd it go? Yeah. I, my predictions for his for his stats this year, this season, let me see, where are they? Um, I have it right here in front of me. Um, year four. Where, where the hell did I put them? Here we go, yeah. Um, 145 catches for 1,700 yards and four touchdowns, and I got laughed at. Not laughed at, but like a lot of people are like that's way too many catches, way too many yards. But you know he's on record. He's on. He's on pace to break both of those. There you go. So there I just, you go. You know, love me some Michael Thomas. That's all. That's the more the moral of the story. Here, yeah. Yeah. um. So let's move into talking about college football. Um, yep. The first game that we talked about um, 
was Arkansas at number one LSU. The spread was LSU minus 44 points. The the biggest uh, SEC point, uh, point spread since like the 70s or something like that. Um, was it really? Yeah. Oh, um, that. Yeah, no, and LSU covered easily. Um, well, it was easy until the third or fourth stringers got into the game and then they gave up a couple touchdowns to Arkansas, but we're not worried about that. Um, LSU won 56-20 to because um, they benched Joe Burrow partway through the third quarter and he still ended up 23 of 28 for 327 yards and three touchdowns, which is just insane. I mean, just like off that, you can go off stats and that's fine. Yeah. And... Just basing off that, Joe Burrow, and honestly, I'll talk about my QB rankings later. But Joe Burrow is my QB one. I love, I love, I love me some Joe Burrow. Joe, and and this is what you get. No disrespect to you or anyone else on on All Saints Considered or on Whole Nine Sports, but a lot of people get a little biased with Joe Burrow. I'm not gonna lie, people get a little biased. A hundred percent, because you know you're part of a Louisiana website. Yeah, and, and I, is, yeah, and this is. I, this is I'm the host of this podcast, and I'm an LSU fan, yeah. a Louisiana fan. So, of course, I'm going to be a little biased. But, like, not even just going off of stats, the man just makes plays. Yeah, so I'm, that's what I'm saying. I, I think Joe Burrow is my QB1 going to this draft. And I'm going to go out on a limb here and go a little crazy. I, that's before Tua's injury. And I'm lucky enough to have one of the few jobs in the world that you can get all 22 for college teams. And when I get off my shifts, I sit there and watch all 22 film. And I, week after week, am super, super impressed with Joe Burrow. And the dude is just good. And, you know, you can sit there and break down film all you want. But at the end of the day, when you break down that film, it comes down to a few things. The dude has accuracy. And this season, he is super, super smart. He's making smart decisions. He's getting the ball where it needs to be. And one, I think, honestly, underrated part with drafting players is attitude. And Joe Burrow has that attitude. Joe Burrow is my QB1 tonight. He showed it again. Even getting taken out of the game, Joe Burrow is a dog. I think my like the simplest Joe the the simplest like the one play that you can break down Joe Burrow in is that third down conversion against Texas at the beginning of the year. Whenever he yep. escaped like four sacks and just <laughs> tossed it over the middle to Justin Jefferson for the touchdown. That was I just I just <laughs> It just encapsulates Joe Burrow in one play, I think. Um, So I don't think it's any any discussion that he's QB1. The only thing is now people are saying that the the Bengals should take Chase Young over him, which I don't agree with. I think it depends on the team. Yeah, if it's the Bengals, which is what it's looking like, I think they should go Joe Joe Burrow. Burrow. Because Chase Young's outstanding. If I'm Miami, though, I'm taking Chase Young. Uh, that's, That's fair. That's very fair. <coughs> yeah. Um, because you have, yeah, I'd agree with that. Chase Young is, is great. If if it's Cincinnati, I'm taking Joe Burrow every every simulation um, just because yeah. you got to get that quarterback, I think. And I think that he yeah. is a, he's a, he's a quarterback because they have other skilled players. Um, yeah. They yeah. just need someone with, you know, the Joe Burrow attitude to go in and shape up that team. Um, so that's all we really have to say about the Arkansas LSU game, I think, because it was just a blow. I only put it, literally only put it in the, in the, uh, 
the spreadsheet because of the fact that it was the highest point spread between two SEC teams since the 70s. I did not know that. I'm glad you told me that. Yeah, um, and LSU covered, so. It was like 56. Yeah, I don't know if you know this. I'm looking right now. Washington State is losing to Oregon State. Let's go, dude. Actually, I also did not know Washington State was 5-5, five and five, and the only reason I'm really paying attention to that is because I bet on Washington State. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> Sorry, bud. Big Mike Leach guy. <laughs> You're a big Mike Mike Leach guy. Jake Luton has 400 yards and five touchdowns. Let's go. Um, if anyone anyone who listens to this podcast knows, I'm a big Oregon State guy. So, are you really? I am actually. Um, literally nice. only because I uh, I like watching them play. I don't know why because they always suck. So I always root for them. Yeah. Um, and I cover <laughs> the pack. I cover the. I cover the Pac-12 for, <laughs> for uh, whole nine sports. So I, yeah. you know, they're my little underdog team, because everyone thinks that they're always the worst team in the Pac-12. So I just want them to prove them wrong. Plus, as with many of my college football allegiances, outside of LSU, I played with them a lot in in uh, NCAA. Nice. So nice. My other my other team like nice. that is Utah, who is currently putting the whoop putting the whoop down. On uh, on Arizona. Um, nice. So moving on, the next game is Texas at number fourteen Baylor. The spread was Baylor minus five and a half. And folks, I can finally we can we can officially say Texas is not back. Not back. Uh, you you guys got my stock up earlier, but Texas is not back. <laughs> not at all. Um, they're bowl eligible, but you know. The the only re- okay so uh, also to recap I forgot to mention it last time but we all picked me Mike and Brandon all picked LSU to cover the forty four point spread and they did Brandon and Mike picked Baylor to cover this spread and they did I picked Texas to cover the spread only because Texas my my reasoning was that Texas is bad whenever they're not whenever they're not supposed to be and they're good whenever they're not supposed to be. So I thought they they were gonna close. The, they were gonna at least cover, um, and they did. I thought honestly though, I thought Sam Ellinger played really well. All things considered, the twenty two of thirty seven for two hundred yards and, a, and an interception. All right, but when you watch the film, like <laughs> I, I thought he played well. I mean, Baylor's big pressure. I thought he made plays. I'm not saying he played fantastic, but all hey, things all considered, right. in the situation he was, uh, I, I thought Samuel Plus, he, plus he put up put up a pretty good rushing protection, rushing uh, rushing stat line. So the offensive line was bad that game. Yeah, pressure. Was, the Texas offensive line is bad every bad. game. Yeah, uh, same with Cosme. Thought, a real up, real real disappointment. I think. Yeah. Um, I thought he played fine. I don't know. Let's see. Moving on, the next game: Nebraska at Maryland. The spread was Nebraska minus four. We all picked Nebraska to cover it, obviously. And then the it was a four point spread, and then they went on and won fifty four to seven. Man, what happened to Maryland? <laughs> they suck now. Yeah, and that sucks because I like Maryland, and I don't even like Maryland because I should like Maryland. I like Maryland because they're close to my house. <laughs> <laughs> so, personal bias, but yeah, Maryland. Uh, just to put it simply, uh, they're terrible. They <laughs> started off the season hot simple. against some trash teams. You know, they got me super juiced up <laughs> early in the year, being Syracuse. Yeah, you fired up. Yeah, oh, 
I don't think I've said it yet, but you, yeah, you said it at the beginning. Fired up. You said it at the beginning, but yeah. Other than that, no, you've you've held off. I've been proud, but I had yeah, to throw it in there for you. They have me fired up. Um, I think they had me fired up, and then they like lost to Penn State, and it wasn't like you expect them to lose to Penn State. But when you're Maryland, you have to have a little dignity, and they didn't have any dignity in that game. And it's like, yeah, you beat who they beat Rutgers, and that almost like just beating Rutgers almost takes away dignity because it's Rutgers. And it <laughs> they only won forty-eight to seven against Rutgers, so that <laughs> yeah, should be pretty like, disappointing. It's like yeah, like you let up a touchdown against Rutgers, and they've just been disappointing since then. It's like Maryland, you got me juiced up, you got me fired up, and then ever since then, you just been disappointing. Um. I am going to take a break, a uh, quick break, because i got to go uh, pee. <laughs> so the next game we have to talk about is number 13, Michigan, at Indiana. The spread was Michigan minus 10, and we all picked Indiana to cover, which they did not do. Um, I'll let you know this now. Um, I know you listen sometimes, so you might know. We are very anti-Michigan on this podcast. <laughs> No, that's uh, why I'm, I'm excited for my stock up later. You know? Oh, I, I know. You're going to make some enemies. Um, I've seen it. But Michigan won 39-14. Um, very uncharacteristic game from Shea Patterson, which, we'll, again, we'll get into later. Oh, I'm hyped up. Hyped <laughs> up. Um, now you're saying hyped up every... You've oh, replaced I'm fired, fired up. You've I'm replaced fired up. fired up. I'm fired up. With hyped up. I'm stoked up. I'm stoked up. Um, uh, um, yeah, so just a very, you know, good game from, uh, good game from, from Michigan. You know, Ronnie Bell scored his first touchdown, which hey, with the season he's had, it's kind of crazy to up. think. That's fired up. <laughs> Jesus that's Christ. Fired up. <laughs> <laughs> that is um, fired up. Nico- no, only catch, right? Uh, yeah, one one get one reception, six up. yards, and a touchdown. Fired up. Nico Collins, the six catches. Too. What? My roommate bet on Michigan. Yo, shout and, out your you roommate. You know, I love I I love upsets. So I was like straight getting fired up again. I'm bringing back fired up strong since we took that break. Uh, I was straight fired up for Indiana at the beginning of that game because it was 14-14 to start. Um, uh, but yeah, just went all downhill from there. Defense fell apart. Offense fell apart. Just frustrating football, too. That's the worst part about it, just frustrating football. Um, yeah, I watched a lot of frustrating football this this week. One of the games we didn't even talk about but was miserable to watch was Georgia-Auburn. God, I hated watching that football game. I, I, I'm, I'm a big, 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 huge, huge, huge Georgia hater. Thank um, goodness, because I also do not like Georgia. Yeah, just like I think they're overrated. Yeah, they have and, a good defensive line, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even trying to get into like personal biases, but like Jake Fromm, I don't think is very good. And yeah, I don't think he's going to be a good QB at the next level. I just I don't get fired up about Georgia football. Oh, okay, okay. So speaking of Jakes and how they're going to do a next level, we're not talking about Washington at all. But how do you feel about Jacob Eason? I just want to know. Oh, I actually like Jacob Eason. Oh my like God, I'm so disappointed like, in you. Oh, there's two QBs, and I'll see if you agree with me. Um, out of like kind of the outside of the big names like Joe Burrow and Tua, Jake Jake Eason, I'm big on. Jacob Love, I'm very 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 low. Jordan on. Love, Jordan Love. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I was I was looking at Jake Eason, but Jake Eason, I'm very high on. 
Why? Jordan Love, very low. Why are you so high on Jacob Eason? Because I am very, very low on Jacob Eason. Why, though? I I mean... He has an arm, and, and that's saying, about it. You know? And the thing is... Well, that's the thing. I don't think he's going to be a day-one quarterback. And uh, that's another big thing with me is I don't think you can grade these guys on day-one quarterbacks. And I'm not even trying to... I just I just watch the film, and I'm just like, this guy... I don't know. I don't just don't see an NFL quarterback when I ever watch him. Sometimes, every now and then, he'll make a throw. I'm like, oh! All right, all right. Yeah, we'll, well that's the thing. That's the thing. So, but like, then again, like, then the tools he has. But then he'll throw. He but then he'll throw triple coverage on a wheel route, yeah, and exa- it's intercepted. Exactly though. Exactly though. That's what I'm saying, and that's what I've learned from at the company I work at now. I've learned from a former Saints scout, actually, and a former Jet scout, is that like you can't look at like those ones, and and the triple coverage throws. Yeah, that's very fair. That's very fair criticism. And if you're you're the Bengals or you're the Dolphins and you're looking for a day one starter, yeah, that's not what you go at, and that's very fair. You I, th- I feel like someone that, that Jacob, not ready. Jacob Easton could definitely thrive if he gets drafted by like the Chargers or something. Yeah, Jacob Easton is the perfect, and I, I mean I'm not trying to throw the personal bias in there, but like the Saints, where you have to have someone that develops a little bit, and then he comes in, and because you can teach that mental aspect where you don't throw in triple coverage, that's something you can teach. And when you walk, when you watch Jacob Eason, you can kind of see the mechanics there, and you can see the mental process. Even when he does make those those dumb throws, you can see him going through his progressions. And like Jason Jacob Eason, you can really see like this is a QB. I think that can be good on the next level. Jordan Love, on the other hand, I, I, that is not somebody you can see that process mm, with. Nah. That is not somebody you can see the uh, mechanics with. And I got an argument with. Dom from ASC. I Dude, Dom do not lo- like Jordan Dom Love loves Jordan all. Love. <laughs> I know, and I've had to do multiple Utah State games for work, and I do not like Jordan Love at all. And especially, too, because their system is, like, all RPOs and, like, quick hitting passes that you don't do in the NFL. Big, big love hater. Eason, I think, not a day-one quarterback, but I think he can develop into a day-one quarterback. Um... Yeah. All right. Well, you know, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. Um, My we, bad. I was too fired up on that. I was too fired up. <laughs> Bro, too, too fired up on that. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. You're fine. Um, we like fired up around here. Um, uh, so the next game, I'm going to save the ne- technically the next game until I'm just going to go into Pittsburgh at Virginia Tech. The spread of Virginia Tech minus four. You know we try to we try to give these stupid little ACC teams some love. I hate the ACC so much. Hey, ODU beat Virginia Tech. <laughs> Shout out last year, ODU Virginia Tech. Um. <laughs> uh, so, so the spread was Virginia Tech minus four. Me and uh, me and Mike picked Virginia Tech to cover. Brandon picked Pitt to cover, and then Virginia Tech won twenty-eight to nothing. Um, yeah, and they ran the ball like forty-eight times. So you know that's always gonna lead to uh, some sort of uh, victory because you know whenever you drain the clock, you, you control time of possession. That always uh, is in your favor, and Pitt just yeah. could not get anything going during this game. Yeah, if I'm going to be straight up with you, I, I did not watch this game at all. So That's fine. I, I have no comment on that. Uh, I apologize for making that negative energy in here. <laughs> There's no negative energy. <laughs> Dude, it's not your fault. You found out you were doing this like 
after the game already ended so big 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 tech <laughs> hater that's all the energy i'll bring in here but um i apologize to all the listeners i pro- apologize to you dylan uh I did not watch that game at all. No, I'm you're sorry. fine. You're fine. You're fine. I'm sorry. Uh, so we just wanted to brief that. Like, we don't care about ACC football at all anyway. Um, yeah. Imagine being an ACC football fan. Um, yeah, I'm a QSA football fan, so like, you know, it sounds kind of nice, but all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the next game we're going to talk about, we have two more games to talk about. The next one is going to be a super fun one to talk about for me personally. Um it's going to be number six, Oregon, at Arizona State. The spread was Oregon minus 15. And the one week that I don't pick Arizona State to cover, because I love Arizona State, they upset Oregon. Everyone picked Oregon to cover the 15, mainly because I wanted them to. I wanted Oregon to win just because I want Utah to make it to the playoffs. Um, Oregon, you know, sucked. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, lost 31-28 to, to ASU. And I know that me and you have a couple players that we love on, on Arizona yeah, State. I'm not going to say it now, but yeah. I, I Big know, Arizona State fan. I know. There's a player that I know you love. And before the even before the season even started, you messaged me about this player. And I was like, yeah, I love him too. Um, yeah. But yeah. But J- I want to I ask you, I'm not trying to throw out the next segment too early. But I want to get your opinion on uh, Justin Herbert. Yeah, he, you had his stock up, right? Did I? <laughs> oh, that was so. a, that was a mistake. I okay, oh, okay, I switched. Okay. okay, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna change that right now. Okay, okay, okay. That, that that's why I wanted to double check because I thought Justin Herbert, at least in my opinion, from that game was a stock down week to week. I'm uh, reading your second stock down. It, your first stock down. I mean, I have no idea what this could possibly mean. <laughs> I'm excited to get to it. <coughs> no, I, I had him as a. I thought he was a stock down. He's definitely a stock down. Stock up. Um. Yeah. No. That was just a. That was a mental error on my part because I was just trying to get this together. You yeah, know, Oregon. That got uh, me opposite of fired up. Fired down. I was ready to hear your stock up reasoning. No, <laughs> Sorry, I was my, fired up on that. My, and now I'm fired down. My bad, my bad. But you yeah, know, we're gonna talk about a couple, a couple of these players next, next segment, um, just because this was my favorite game of the weekend. Um, I yeah. think it was super fun to watch. Um, so since we're gonna talk about a couple of these players next week, we'll just go in straight into the game of the week. Was number eight Penn State at number two Ohio State. The spread was Ohio State minus seventeen and a half. Me and Mike picked Penn State to cover, and Brandon picked Ohio State to blow out the Nittany Alliance, which they did not. They did not. It was twenty eight seventeen. Um, so Brandon took the big fat L on that one as well. <laughs> um, yeah. Did you watch this game at least? Yeah, I actually got a stock down on that game. Uh, I will save that. But I will say, I honestly thought that was... It, it was more a- entertaining than I thought. It was only entertaining I to say I have to be honest. I uh, I thought Ohio State was going to blow them out. Yeah, you know, because um, it, it went from... Uh, it was... It, it was it was a 20 and 1 to nothing, and then Penn State scored three... Yeah. Scored three times within four minutes. Um, to make yeah. it interesting, because Ohio State forgot how to hold on to the football. It um, happens, you know. It just happens, you know. Uh, Ohio State scored a touchdown in each quarter, seven, 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 seven. Reading on their drive chart, so it was an interesting game. 
Um, no, yeah, I, I have a stock down on there that I'll talk about more lately. Or later. More later. That's a little more. Uh, <laughs> my bad. That's a little more detailed, but yeah, honestly, <laughs> like out of all games this week, I think that was one of the more entertaining ones. Honestly, probably outside of the Oregon game we just talked about. Yeah. Um. So, uh, speaking of stock up, stock down, we'll just go ahead and move into that right now. Uh, just we have we do have a couple things to talk about from some of the games that we just mentioned. Uh, I'll go ahead with my first stock up. This is a player that I absolutely love. I loved him going into the season um, as a f- true freshman, um, and I've and he is not disappointed at all. That is going to be Jaden Daniels of Arizona State University. Um, Arizona State has fallen on had fallen on hard times as of late. Jaden Daniels has still always looked at least okay. I mean, he's only had two interceptions on the season, but he uh, he went up against number six Oregon, who has an okay defense. Um, 22 of, 22 of 32 for 408, Fired three touchdowns. Jane Daniels, uh, man, he is, he's, he's the real deal. I think he's fired up. He's fired up. Fired uh, up. Some, some team's going to be really, uh, really happy with him in the next that's level. Uh, whenever he enters in, in like three years, cause he's only, he's only a freshman and he has played great for a freshman. Looking at you, Bo Nix. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so Jane Daniels, um, very excited for his college career and career at the next level. And then, so I'll go, I'll let you go on to your, to your first stock up where you're going to make some enemies here on the whole nine sports podcast. Cause we don't yeah. like this man around here. No, I, I'll hope I, I'll boost you a little bit. Um, my stock up is Shea Patterson and to kind of, kind of dance to the tune of this podcast. I had Jay Patterson as a undraftable QB. There we go. There we go. We like to we like to hear that. Worthy QB, but I am moving him though oh my into God. my seventh or sixth <laughs> round QB. You're moving up Shay Patterson. Shay Patterson, move it up. Not only for round. two reasons. One, because you looked good in the air, and that was probably one of the best performances i've seen from shea patterson and he looked good and not only just against an indiana team but he looked good mentally he looked good physically he was making good decisions he was making good passes but also on the ground and with the current state of the nfl in the way they are moving even with bad teams i like the way the 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 nfl is moving with the rush game with qb even if it's if it's in a very minimal way shea patterson you are fitting that mold and shea patterson you are stocking up. You are moving Let's into my Let's go. Shit, man, I'm fired up now. Oh, I love to hear it. I love to hear it. <laughs> I'm fired up. This has been a great episode. Thank you for coming on. I'm going to thank you. I tweeted out before this episode even started that I was excited for people to hear this one, and it has not disappointed. I love this episode. Fired up. I feel like I've probably been your worst guest, but I'm just you so fired really up to have, be here. I'm so fired up. Been nowhere near our worst guest. I'm not going to shout out our worst guest right now because that's not a professional thing to do. But sorry, Brandon Olson. <laughs> He's not a guest. He's a co-host. That's why it's funny. My guest to me. My second uh, stock up is going to be Zach Moss. Um, the game's still going on right now, but man, I love me some Zach Moss. Um, it's the start of the fourth quarter. He has 26 carries, 203 yards, a touchdown, and four catches for 32 yards. That the the receiving game has really been what has interested me interested me uh, interested me in him this year. Um, 
Fired up. Yeah, fired up. He is, um, he's not getting a lot of love. I think he's getting more and more love as, more as the season goes on, but he's not getting enough love. Um, I love Zach Moss as a player. I love everything about his game. Um, and, uh, you know, running backs are interesting in the NFL and draft-wise. Um, but I think he's going to get drafted in the late rounds, I think, by some team, and some team is going to be blown away by his production. Uh, so shout out to the Saints for drafting Zach Moss right now. I want it to happen. <laughs> I want it to happen so bad. And uh, we alluded it. We alluded to it earlier. Um, but there's another play on the Arizona State that Tyler loves, and he has loved all year. And he's going to give him a, a quick stock up right now. Um, so I'm going to let you talk about that real quick. Yep. Thank you. Stock up. Eno Benjamin, and this is someone that I've been, not to use the word again, but I've been fired up again, fired up since the beginning of the year, and honestly, you look at his game today against Oregon, uh, big upset win, he only averaged 3.7 yards per carry, but stats don't always tell the picture, and Eno Benjamin, his production and what he did was huge for this Arizona State team, and I think he's been fantastic all year, and you go back and you watch a film, and I've watched a film on Eno Benjamin just because I'm super, super hyped about him. And you look at his yards per carry and you look at what he's been done. And it's not been great on the stat sheet. But when you watch him as a running back, Eno Benjamin has been fantastic. And I think this on the big stage against Oregon kind of boosted him <coughs> up. And again, yards per carry has not been fantastic. But you look at him, he has been great in the impact he made. And I think when he gets to the next level, Eno Benjamin is going to be great. I think he's going to be a great NFL running back. So I am stocking you. Eno Benjamin, I am stocking you up. <laughs> um, let's go. I'm, I'm about it. I'm fired up. I'm fired up <laughs> for I it. I love to hear. I need that fired up energy right I'm now. I'm fired up. Uh, you fired know, up. I remember you asking me before the beginning of the year. It was like, is, be- is Eno Benjamin the best running back? I was fired up run- about him. I was fired is up Eno about Benjamin Eno Benjamin. the best running back in college football? And I was like, you know, why not, dude? Yeah, Man knows how to up. run the football. A lot of that has to do with, I think, Arizona State's offensive line, which is not ideal. Well, that's what I'm saying. You got to consider that when you look at running backs. You got to go watch a film and see like how they're performing with their offensive line, how they're performing with their system and things like that. And that's why I'm fired up about you know Benjamin because I think he's defying all odds and looking good despite everything around him. Um, my uh, last stock up of the week is going to be next week's football games. Um, <laughs> fired up. I'm already fired up for next juiced week. Juiced up. <coughs> juiced. Feeling juiced. You know, we got a great schedule of great schedule of football games. You know, we got Michigan, Ohio State at 11. Auburn, Alabama, 2.30. LSU, Texas A&M for me at 6. Um, of course, not every ODU, Charlotte. ODU Charlotte. Shout out ODU losing my 50 <laughs> points today against this shitty team. <laughs> Sorry to bring that negative energy, but <laughs> Middle Tennessee. Not Stoke. Not Stoke. I mean, ODU is like, what, 1 in 10 this year? <laughs> yeah, 1 in 9, but um, yeah, I got a lot to say about that. Do you, want, do you want to go off on ODU right now? Yo, well, all, all I'm going to say is, you know, I'm not going to go off, but I'm going to say, stop running all curls every fucking three plays, and excuse me for cursing, I watch ODU every week, and because 
for my job, I watch ODU every week, so I have to watch all 22 of ODU every single fucking week. And excuse me for cursing again, but stop running all curls every single fucking play. It's fucking terrible. Again, sorry for cursing. I watch this team every single fucking week. And honestly, dude, and, and if you listen to the All Sense Consider podcast, I come on and I say, I trust these coaches. You know, they, they, you're not going to get a college coaching job without you know, a bunch of experience. You're not going to build your way up. But again, not to be disrespectful, dude. Bobby Wilder, man, you suck, dude. I'm tired of watching this. You're running all curls every three plays. And I, I again, I'm not trying to curse. I fucking wrote down the one play you run. The fucking... And <laughs> against one team, they're running Virginia Tech. They run man all game. And I fucking chart your fucking plays you run. You run a zone beater. They run 95% of the game. They run man. And you run a zone beater on fourth down to win the game. You're pissing me off. ODU, you piss me off. You know what? I'm, I'm moving the segment down to stock down. I'm tired of watching ODU. I'm tired of watching this play calling. I have to fucking watch you for fun because I pay $5 a month. For ESPN Plus, because I want to watch you, ODU. And then I go to work and have to chart you hardcore with every single route, every single play design for work. And I'm tired of charting you three times in a fucking week because you suck. All right? <laughs> fucking mad, oh my man. God. My bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> oh, my God. That my was bad. an all-time rant. <laughs> I never want you to say that thing that you're one of our worst guests because that rant alone puts you at the top of the list. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to curse. It's a lot of built up anger. Tired of watching this team every week. Two times. Three times. Tired of it, man. I'm sorry. (laughs) I know you moved us to stock down, but we got to at least mention your last stock up, which was Tom Herman that you mentioned at the beginning of the episode. Yeah, Brandon, I just gotta send you another like like another stock down for you, Brandon. That's not even in my my three stock downs, but first off, reading retweeting Jeff Schwartz, that's a big stock down for you, Brandon. Geoff, yeah. And the thing is, I altered it because I I googled Geoff today to make sure it was pronounced Jeff. Dude, just huge stock now, man. You're retweeting Jeff Schwartz, and you're saying uh, a coach headbanging with a player. Before a game is stocked down. Come on, man. He's getting his team hype. That's a big part of being a coach is getting your team hype. Big stock down. Big stock up for Tom Edwards. Or um, Tom Herman, my bad. <laughs> um, he's getting his team hype. He's getting his team hype. And that's what you do as a coach. That's honestly 50% of a coach. Uh, I've been in a coaching room for three, like I mentioned, three whole months. <laughs> and a high school team that was actually 5-1 before I got there and 1-4 and four since I got there. So, um... <laughs> Yeah, just <laughs> stock down right there. Uh, stock down. I'm moving into stock down. Um, Justin Herbert of Oregon uh, looked Damn. awful today. Sorry, I know you wanted a stock up quote for me after yeah. this game, but I can't give it because it was just some. It was just a, a typo. Um, Justin Herbert is, you know, I, I I still they have a first round grade on him, but he just. You know, he didn't look great against um, a subpar a subpar defense. I think uh, yeah. in Arizona State, he threw two touchdowns, threw two through two. Oh my God, threw two touchdowns and two interceptions, and just he didn't really pass the eye test. Even I don't think yeah. this this game. 
Um, and he's yeah, had a good season. I just, you know, think we have to, like, this is a real eye-opening game. We just got to kind of like, take a step back. There were some, some talks of him being, like, even, like the second-best quarterback in this class. So I just think we need to take a step back. Yeah, I feel like uh, just kind of – I'm not going to repeat anything you said, but I was fired up on Oregon. I wanted them to make the playoffs. And after that loss, they're not going to make the playoffs. Um, so my stock down is also Oregon. Just for, for losing that, Justin Herbert, losing that game, big stock down for me. Um, what is your first official stock down for this game, for this week, though? This is um, one I was excited for because you wrote down myself slash Kansas State. Yeah, um, <laughs> just to risk myself sounding like an idiot, uh, big stock down for myself because I was super, super juiced up on Skylar Thompson. Um, thinking he played on Northwestern and not court- Kansas State, and I tuned on the Northwestern game <laughs> to see a 2-6 team not putting out Skylar Thompson. Uh, the purple jerseys completely confused me, and um, I was not paying attention to what what I, what I was watching, and I thought I was watching Northwestern, and I didn't see Skylar Thompson, and just big stock down for me for, for coming into this game, seeing some purple jerseys when I wasn't really paying, paying attention, and seeing a trashed quarterback and not Skylar Thompson, so big stock down for me. <laughs> um, my next stock down is going to be Jake Fromm. Uh, you know, it's not big on Jake yeah, Fromm. Honestly, stock down for you for ever having Jake Fromm as not a, stock a low down. stock. Yeah. yeah. Like for, for putting Jake Fromm anywhere above This isn't just down. like my personal uh, I've I haven't been been high on the been high on the Jakes this year. Um but I'm just saying like e- there are people that have him like going again like top 10 and I just don't see it as an as an if I, if my NFL team took him top 10 I'd be very upset um <laughs> he just not looked great he started off the game like what like four of 17 against Texas A&M University yeah yeah that's not good you don't need that not good we, we don't love that around here um so I just realized I have three quarterbacks in my in my stock down. So I'll just you know I'll let you go into go into your talk about KJ Hamler. Yeah, that's my last stock down is KJ Hamler, and honestly, I didn't watch a ton of KJ Hamler. Well, I watched him, but I didn't pay very close attention to him because I was like, I right, like, yeah, he's like a good receiver, but I I didn't care too much about him. Uh, and then my roommate, who's an Eagles fan, saw him in a mock draft to the Eagles, and he was getting fired up about KJ Hamler. I so thought your I, I like, thought your roommate was a Bills fan. No, that's my old roommate. So Uh-oh. I moved out like three months ago, okay. or four or five months ago, uh, probably five months ago now, maybe four months ago. I don't. You know, obviously moved he, down. He was a Bills in fan. Quality I'm, of roommate. Yeah, yeah. So he was a, my my roommate. That was a Bills fan. I was roommates ran with for three years. Now I moved in with this guy, but he's an Eagles fan, and he was he was. Totally fire me up on KJ Hamler. He's like, this is a guy. And, you know, like I said, uh, like I've watched, but I've never really watched closely where I've really been studying, like getting the real film of it. Uh, So today I decided I'm going to really get fired up about KJ Hamler. I'm going to break him down. I'm going to watch him when I was watching him today. And honestly, KJ Hamler did not look great to me, you know. Um, I don't have the exact stats on him, but I don't think he had great stats. He I'll had a get couple them. drops. I'll get them right now. Yeah, get, please get them. This he is uh, a breaking couple, news. I saw, I saw a couple drops from him, 
And then just on plays where he was not involved with, he was not creating the separation I wanted to see out of a slot receiver. You know, he was not breaking that middle open I, I wanted to see out of a slot receiver. And honestly, after getting all that hype I've seen about KJ Hamler and then really breaking him down, and I know it's just one game, but KJ Hamler uh, against Sean Wade, you uh, are stocked down because I was not getting juiced up about what I've seen. Uh, breaking news, KJ Hamler had three catches for 45 yards. Which is all right, but at the college level, you know, you're not getting me. You're not getting me. Fired. The college level, whenever you're the team's like biggest th- offensive threat, three for forty-five is not ideal. And I know, like, he's playing a good team, so like, I'll, I'll give him a little credit for that. Like, you're playing a good team, but I want to see more than three for forty-five. It's not huh. gonna be juiced up. Let's see what his official. What are his official numbers on the year? Forty-six catches for seven ninety-one and eight touchdowns. So what I was seeing, just going off that, um, and again, you is know, he draft I like eligible watch, this year. I believe so. He's a is he a redshirt junior, sophomore? Right? No, he's a sophomore, but is he a redshirt sophomore? I guess he is a redshirt sophomore. Fired up, fired uh, up. Do many redshirt sophomores come out? I, if I were him, I wouldn't even come out this year, honestly. Well, that's what. And that's why I was watching him so closely because my roommate was saying he was projecting like third round. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I know you said that was your last stock down. You did have Oregon, but you also also did just throw them in your stock down whenever I was talking about. Yeah, just remember that's that's all my stock down. Which we're fine. Um, but so I guess the last stock down of the day is going to be Bo Nix, who versus Samford. Samford. This is a game where you know. As a quarterback, you get into your groove. You have Alabama next week. That's where you stock up. This is where you stock up against Samford, dude. And he went 15 of 23 for 150 yards. That's not stock up. That's not stock Stock up. Stock down. Stock down versus Samford, dude. Stock down energy. (laughs) They won. won, uh, Samford lost 59 to 58 to Tennessee Tech. Tennessee Tech. Their quarterback had a better game. Than than Bo Nix did. Eventually, Bo Nix, you know, he's a freshman. We give him this, we give him this benefit of the doubt every week that he's a he's a he's a freshman, so you know he's gonna play bad. But against Samford, dude, listen, I I think eventually maybe he'll step into his game. But you know, I'm just not fired up about about Bo Nix at all. Dude, I'm gonna be honest. I'm sorry to interrupt, and I know it's your podcast. So I'm sorry. To no, you're fine, dude. I don't care. Listen, you talking about Bo Nix? I don't care about your energy bubble. I'm just loving your energy right now. You bring a straight fire right now. <laughs> straight fire. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. That's energy, fire energy coming from your side. Well, I'm just yeah. loving what I'm getting from you. There's a little, a little clap, a little, a little clap for both of us. Fired up, fired up. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, Bo Nix. Eventually, dude, you're gonna have to start throwing to your own wide receivers. Um, <laughs> I said this against LSU, like the dude is so inaccurate that he saved himself from, like, four interceptions against LSU. Um, <laughs> I think I people, fired up. people like, expected him to have this year. You, you know, he had one good drive against Oregon at the beginning of the year. He's named after Bo Jackson. His quarter, his father used to be the quarterback for Auburn. Well, people think that he's going to be the— I'm sorry to cut you off again. So let, no, sorry listen, to cut you off again. Do, do you think that, like, would you be, would you be stocking Bo Nix down— if you didn't get these previous expectations, yes, I if would. This is normal. Like, if this was a normal QB, 
coming into this situation. I mean, to be fair, this is... still be stocking down? To be fair, this is every week from Jake Fromm. It's 15 of 23 for 150 yards and a touchdown. That's every week from Jake yeah. Fromm. Yeah. Um, so, yes, I would be. Um, he's a, You know, know, you're playing for an SEC team. You're playing for a top 15 team. Auburn's defense is so good. I feel so bad for everyone on that defense that they have to go off the field and trust Bo yeah. Nix to do anything. Fired up. Um, Fired. So... You know, and I don't even hate Auburn like that. You know, I'm an I, you know I'm an LSU fan. I don't hate Auburn like that. If yeah. if I had a team to do to do successful uh, other than LSU and the SEC, I'd probably pick Auburn. You know, because um, yeah. I always have the defense, and you know that's always that's, I, I love, I'm a big defensive guy. Um, even though I always pick like offensive player for the X factors, but you know I love a good defensive game. I'm not like a hater of like a of like a 14 to 10 game. You know. Um, as long as it, it, but like this game, Georgia Auburn was nineteen to thirteen, but it wasn't like just because of good defense. It's like the offenses just sucked in this game. Yeah. Uh, so stock down for this entire game. Honestly, it Fire was bad. It was up. bad. Fire so up. you know, that's it for our stock up, stock down of the week. So now we have one of my favorite parts of every week is gonna be the mailbag. I'm back. I'm I'm I, I just got a call from Brandon, so I'm calling him back. Hello, Brandon. Hi, Dylan. Hi, Brandon. What do you what do you want? How did the episode go? We're going into the mailbag right now. <laughs> You're recording right now. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fired a great, up, it's a up. it's a great episode. You can't hear Tyler, but you know. Are you are you recording right now? Yeah, I'm recording. Uh, send me an invite link, and I'll record on my walk home. Are you really? <laughs> Yeah. You trying to join this mailbag right now? Fired up, dude. Fired let's, up. Let's go. Let's go, Brandon. This is a great episode. All right. Email me the link and I'll click it now. All right, bet. <laughs> Brandon's Fired walking up. home right now, so he's about to join us for this mailbag real quick. Hello, Brandon. Dude, be honest, you can edit this out. Am I the worst guest you guys ever had? No, like, I, by far, like, no. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Yo, who the fuck... <laughs> Brandon, I'm never cursing. <laughs> Brandon, we have like a like a two minute rant on ODU in this episode, and it's the funniest thing of all time. Love that Tyler's always been a big old. Yo, actually, fan. Brandon, I got another. I got another stock down, Brandon, and I gotta talk to you about this. Is it's honestly you, me, and Toledo because I bet fat stacks on Toledo one night, and Toledo fucking lost against Buffalo, and it ruined my parlay. And I did it. To, excuse me for cursing again. I did Toledo. Oh, he went away. Here, he went away again. What is he? Brand, what is Brandon doing? Brandon, fired up. Right. Right. I'm gonna keep it real with you. You're a dumbass for betting on Toledo. Brandon, Brandon, part of the reason I bet on Toledo is because I see you getting fired up on Twitter about Toledo's head coach getting a fucking pe- Excuse me for cursing again. I'm sorry. I don't mean to curse. It comes out naturally. I see you getting fired up on Twitter about Toledo's head coach getting a P5 job. And I do two Toledo games for work. And I'm like, yeah, this Toledo team's legit. I'm fired up. And yeah, they're no, playing some see, trash teams, but I'm still so fired up. They're not legit at all. Yeah, they play Buffalo, and I'm fired up, and I got a five-team parlay, and the only team I get wrong, just like ODU, is Toledo. I'm not fired up anymore, and and no disrespect to do with the dreads. He's fired up. Yeah, the wide receiver, he's fired up, but Toledo is not fired up. like a motherfucker, but Toledo is not a, Toledo is not a team you want to bet on ever. All right, then why so you get me fired up on I'm going to jump in right now and welcome Brandon to the podcast. Fire. 
Um, he's, Tyler, he, I'm always fired up about them because I fucking went there. Is the only reason. He has a Toledo tattoo. I do. The, stop getting Toledo fired up on Twitter because... It's, um, ruining, it's ruining my, my stoke. fucking bicep. I can't not get fired up about it. Like. Um, so we're going to move into the mailbag real quick. Brandon, Brandon called in. Why, why were you not here for the full episode, Brandon? Give us an ex- explanation right now. I am definitely sick, but also definitely at a birthday party. Why, why are you joining us from a fired birthday party, up, dude? Fired up. Um, I had to walk Monique home, and now I'm recording on my walk. Oh, you mean the, the girl? Party. You mean the girl? The girl that's cooler than you? Yeah. Fired up. And now I got to record on my walk back. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna jump in here with a question from Devin, the verified Jackson. Uh, he asked us, "What's your favorite draftable offensive lineman? Can be more than one." Lucas Nyang, TCU. <laughs> that's fire. Fired up. <laughs> Sorry, right, gotta stick with the Big Twelve. I'm gonna stick with my favorite guy from the Big Twelve. That's your f- number one offensive lineman draftable. No, but he's my favorite from the Big Twelve, so that's I'm sticking fair. with that. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. What about you? what about you, Tyler? What about you? Who <laughs> from uh, ODU? Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I kind of got a reverse answer. So before I talk about like people uh, I'm scouting, I like to at least watch like four games. And there's not been all, any offensive lineman I've watched four games from, except one guy, and that's Alex Givens from Ole Miss. Um, also, just like in in that sentence, accredited uh, author, check out the SI. Actually, don't check it out because, no disrespect, just not a big fan of where I'm working. <laughs> don't check it out, but I had to write a scouting report on one offensive lineman, and that's Alex Givens. So the only info I will give on draftable Offensive lineman is do not draft Alex Givens. He is not going to do anything for you. And honestly, I had to scout. I watched probably six games of all 22 on Alex Givens. He is not a good offensive lineman from Ole Miss. Uh, so that's really all I got uh, because I don't like to, to hype up players without like four games of film. That's very fair. Um, if I had to give a favorite draftable offensive lineman. Uh... <laughs> I'm not bad. I mean, I like set it off. Like no, that. you're no, you're good. You're good. Um, I'm trying to think if Brandon went. If Brandon went there. I'm, I'll go Austin Jackson out of USC for a Pac-12 guy. Um, you know he's kind of lit the world on fire. Um, and he's one of the, I think probably my favorite offensive tackle, offensive lineman out of the out of the Pac-12, uh, which is what I've watched the most of this year. So that's one I'm giving. I'm. I'm I am uh, comfortable giving uh, an an opinion on. Fired up. Um, so we'll move on to the next question, which comes from Trevor Fennell. Um, thoughts on schools looking at you, SEC, playing significantly weaker programs late in the season. Are you okay with this, or should it be prohibited and force them to play either conference or stronger D1 schools? My thing is about, about a lot of these SEC teams that are like, you know, you're calling out like LSU or Alabama, they are playing conference games. It's just the the sucky conference teams that they play every week, every year, like Ole Miss and Arkansas. Al- and Alabama case. literally just played Western Carolina. Yeah, I, I was just about to get <laughs> to get to that, Brandon. Thank you very much. Um, I mean, I'm always a fan of strong D1 schools playing uh, playing in the regular season, um, but I don't know how how realistic it is that two top teams are going to want to schedule each other for the end of the year. 
I mean, I like it like the Big 12 where they all play each other every year. Yeah. Um, this poor uh, dude is smoking right next to me, and I'm just, I'm just doing this. That's a knob straight. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, uh, no, the, uh, I know the SEC is looking at a different kind of like they're trying to change around their schedule. I know probably I know they to have fix more this. Teams in the Big Twelve, but it's like the Big Twelve did it right, where every team plays everybody every year. Um. Yeah. Well, I know. Well, I think the SEC is changing around, trying to change around to where they're trying to play like they have three static rivals, so that they well three three rivals that they play every year, and then it's like a rotating door every other season. Like every season, like it's they, all all the other teams are like are a change every year. So you're not playing every team every year, but you have three people that you play every year, and then it's like a rotating door of the other SEC teams. Yeah, I like the Big Twelve. Every team every year. Um. Yeah. Um. Do you have any yeah, any kinda, input on that? Yeah, I got a hot Tyler. take on that. Uh. What's you know, going like, on, Brandon? I just heard a woman screaming. What's going I just heard on? A woman screaming from the background. Sorry to cut you off, Tyler. Go continue. You go, Brandon. Before I continue. All right, just continue. Oh. I, I don't know what's going on, so you can go ahead. Oh, I feel bad continuing, but um, I got a, kind of a hot take on this, I guess. Uh, if I if if you're getting into the playoffs, like if I'm Bama, if I'm LSU, whoever I am, uh, I just don't see why I would play a good team. If I'm Bama, if I can get in the playoffs and play a trash team, I'm doing that every single year. Um, I'm a huge a- huge advocate on like just take the easiest route and everything in life. So like if you can play a bad team, why not play a bad team? <laughs> what is going on? Good. Good? I'm, I'm back at the house. Like, what you mean? <laughs> oh man. <laughs> um, moving on to the next question, we have uh, coming from Riley O'Brien, and he asks, "Where did you guys have Burrow on your QB rankings going into the season?" Brandon, do you want to start off? Are you still here? Did Brandon leave? Did Brandon die? I don't know. It's kind of concerning. <laughs> you know, he does live in New York. He might have gotten mugged on the side of the road. <laughs> Who cares? Um, he probably got beat up for having a ponytail. Um, <laughs> but I will say that I definitely didn't have Joe Burrow QB1 going into the year. No. I don't um, think anybody really did. No. I think like the, the highest people had are probably like a mid-round selection. Yeah. Which is about where I had him. Going into and the that's year. the thing, like you can't really like knock that because his tape at that time was not QB one worthy. No, no, yeah. I think that was a very fair place to have him at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm on the same boat. I didn't have him that early. I mean, I feel like nobody really did. I feel like coming into this year, it's like, and you can try to argue that you did, but like when you watch the tape, like if if I only had last year's Joe Burrow tape. There's no chance I had him as QB1 because he wasn't QB1 last year. No, not at all. I'm going to text Brandon real quick and see if he died or not. Um, Yeah, just make sure he's, like, safe. Motherfucker, I've been here the whole time. You haven't been talking. Jeez. I I guess, like, my face accidentally muted the phone. Uh (laughs) (laughs) I've been spending three minutes asking what was the question. 
Uh, the um, question was, where did you have Joe Burrow in your QB rankings going into the season, coming from he, Riley O'Brien? He was like QB eight. Yeah, which is fair. Um, to be fair, a lot of it was the offense was trash. So it's like, how am I going to evaluate a quarterback on an offense that doesn't trust their quarterback or use their quarterback properly? But now they do, so he's obviously skyrocketed up there. Um, that's fair. So we have two questions coming in from Ross Jackson now. One of them serious, and one of them fun. So we're going to go with our last kind of serious question of the episode. Brandon, it is so loud. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm at a birthday party. Like I don't know what you want from me. Um, what first question coming from Ross Jackson from All Saints Considered. Speaking of, shout out Tyler McClatchy from All Saints Considered. Oh. Hey, shout out to you for pronouncing my last name right. What Not a lot of people do that? How, how the up. fuck is that wrong? <laughs> what else do people pronounce it? Yo, hey, hey, Brandon, Tyler if you don't McAfee. get off my podcast and quit talking on your phone, dude. Tyler McAfee. Get off my show, man. Coming here talking on my show on your fuck excuse me on my on your freaking cell phone talking like you're a guest right now. This is our episode. Alright, so Brandon, if you want to call in, call in, but don't sit here and come with an attitude. Alright. <laughs> First question from Ross is what are the most likely draft positions the Saints might target in the draft? Wide receiver too, cause y'all motherfuckers suck there. <laughs> Oh man, y'all desperately need a wide receiver. <laughs> we we already talked about that. I'll I'll go with wide receiver as well. Yeah, wide receiver. I might go with like linebacker, cornerback. I feel like they'll draft an offensive lineman to to replace the zero point zero PFF graded <laughs> Andrew Andrews Speed. outside Ethan. Yeah, and then wide receiver second round. But you honestly would have been better off with me playing offensive line. <laughs> Oh no, we already talked about how your great wide receiver career, Brandon. Maybe you could play for the for the New Orleans Saints. Am I? Because I literally never caught a pass in my life. <laughs> Fired up. Um, I could see them depending. You know, shout out to the Saints for drafting Tua Tungo Vailoa. I'm fired up on that. Fired up. Would on you? That. Would you? Would you be happy with that pick at the end of the first round, Tyler? Oh, 100 percent. What about Teddy Two Gloves? But hey, Brandon, I've talked that trash about you, but I'll come back and give you a little props on the last whole nine sports. You covered it well with the differences of the the Bo Jackson injury with modern science is a lot different. They're gonna handle it better. And like Tua in the in the end of the round, even if we can it's like a fifty fifty shot with healthy healthy Tua, I'm all about that. All about that. Brandon, are you here? I don't know, this guy I can't a- believe I <laughs> <laughs> you, just, I you just complimented you just sat there i come in i come in here for for 30 minutes <laughs> however long we've been on just talking trash about brandon yeah, 30 minutes we've love. been on for like an hour <laughs> i've been on, i've been on here for an hour just trash talking brandon i give is him two this, minutes of love now? yeah did you hear anything that tyler just said i heard everything and i responded you didn't respond on our end so you just I didn't, didn't hear it, hear it. no it but just yeah, didn't respond i said i'm very glad that you at least listened to it but yeah with modern technology the two of my low injury is not as major as people think it is no 
fired up. I, I definitely don't think that he's going to be drafted in the third round like some ESPN guys are saying. No, That's what I'm saying. I, late, for, late first to the Saints. Late first to the Saints. I'm down. I'm about it. Madden has it as late first to the Saints. Every time I play Madden and I draft up. through, it's always fired late up. first to the Saints. The only way he doesn't end up in the first round is if he decides to stay in college. That's it. Which, which he's not going to do. Um, yeah, which makes no sense because he has the insur- the insurance policy. So it's like, why would he stay in college if he can? Worst case, he gets drafted late. He still gets insurance money. So there's no point in him staying. I don't think he does. I thought I read it that he does not. No, he's coming out for sure. He has to be. Fired up. Especially with the whole insurance policy thing. It's like he's getting money if he falls. So there's no point in him staying. Um. Last question, not last question. Second question from Ross. Uh, it's it's gonna be the start of our fun questions of the week. Um, it's gonna be what would be the most New Orleans slash Louisiana way the team can celebrate a Saints Super Bowl. That's from Ross Jackson. Uh, can you repeat the question? Because I got an apple pop up as he started. What would be the most New Orleans slash Louisiana way the team can celebrate a Saints Super Bowl? Oh, that, that's all you guys. I don't, I don't know. I've been there one time, and it was amazing. But I don't think I could speak for how a team would celebrate a victory. What about, what about you, Tyler? Do you have any? any, don't, any no, that's all on you. Ruby Slipper I'm from, Cafe. I'm, I'm from the D.C. area, so I'm not going to sit here and speak on that. That's all on you, Dylan. So Ruby, right. Ruby Slipper Cafe is all I can say. Yeah. So um, I definitely think that the only way to do it is like a true New Orleans parade. But not through like the touristy parts. I want I want to see you going through like the all all the the wards. Uh, uh just like I just want like a party away from from Bourbon Street or the French Quarter. Um, I feel I feel like that'd be the the best way to celebrate that this this team because that's where. You know, the French Quarter is where all the cool stuff is. Like, you know, like the Ruby Sliver Cafe. That's where all the fun stuff is. But like the heart of New Orleans is outside of that. Like the cool part of New Orleans. Um, for me personally, is outside of the touristy parts, because um, everyone's like, "Oh, party, party city!" But like, you're not getting a true Louisiana experience unless you're going outside of the French Quarter. Um, so I, I just want to see them, like you know, just a true New Orleans awesome parade um, throughout the entirety of New Orleans. Um, so I think that would just be the most 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 New Orleans way to do it. Um, Fired up. So Tyler, I put this one. I I put in this 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 mailbag question, uh, just for you, just because you know. Fired up. Um, this is one from me. Uh, have you listened to any of our top five or top threes? Yeah. Um. So we do we do them draft style. So uh, we're gonna go top three alcoholic beverages. Oh, fired up! Fired up! <laughs> I did not know this was happening. <laughs> no, yeah, no. This is it. This is this is me asking that. So you know what? You're our guest, Tyler. I'll let you go number one. All right. Um, I'm 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 going like worst to best. Um, worst to best. No, 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 no. We're going draft style. You take your best first, so that we can't Jesus take Christ. it. Um, just just a simple answer, dude. I'm just going straight like regular beer, what kind, party no, beer. No, you need a, you need a brand. Listen. Also, you're whack as fuck for going beer. 
What the f- Nah, you're gonna piss me off Cause Nah, you're gonna piss me off Cause mm, You're gonna piss me off Cause what the fuck You're going over beer You're gonna go And you, you got Wait, you're getting drunk And you're getting something Other than beer No, I'm not going to the What are you getting Gulch like Vager Okay, fucking super bad No, I'm not going to The fucking grocery store And getting that if I'm getting drunk, I'm just getting flat out beer. Whether it be Miller Lite, Bud Light, whatever, I'm getting beer. What do you like? What do what it fits in the category? But like my first thing I'm going is absolutely Jack and Coke. That yeah. is the worst. No, bro. If beer is your first choice, you're a crack. You're girl. getting a drink that you that is so bad. You are getting a drink that is so bad that you have to mix it with another drink. Your drink, your first choice is so bad. Your first round pick is so bad. You have to mix it with another drink so it's not that bad. It's not mixing You have to mix your drink. first pick with another pick. You have to you have to water down your first pick. No, the first pick You're picking You are picking a defensive end and putting him on a snap count. <laughs> I, my first pick, I'm flat out drinking my my first pick the is first getting 100% the first oh, okay. is Jack and Coke, not like, oh, Jack with a little bit of Coke. Hi, exactly. Guys. You're this getting a watered-down version this of your alcoholic drink as your first pick. Mixed drinks not... count for this. Yeah, what is, uh, we need we need okay so beer is you... too broad. You need to give us a brand of beer for your first pick. Where Whoa, are you going? Number this. one. I'm getting drunk. Yeah, you're getting drunk. Oh, I'm going. I'm going straight to the Bush Thirty Rack. Bush fifteen dollars for thirty beers, straight just alcoholic, easy to drink beer. Bush thirty rounds. All right, so Brandon, first, you you already made your first round pick. You're going Jack Daniels. Yeah, so Jackie mad. At, that's such one. a bad pick. That is such a bad pick. Um, I'm gonna go with America's favorite uncle, Uncle Tito's, with my first overall pick. Decent pick. Fired up. Fired up. Decent Let's go. Pick. Fired up. I'm going Tito's. You know, I'll, I'll go. I'll go that. My number one. My first overall pick. Tyler, you make your second round pick. Uh, I'm coming in the second round, and I'm going straight Fireball. Dude, <laughs> oh, dude Fireball's chaser. trash. Fireball's trash. Don't, I don't even want to hear you, it. You don't need a chaser. You, can you just go straight Fireball to the dome. Fireball, no chaser. You're not spending that extra money like Tito's or Jack Daniels. You don't need that Coke. You don't need that soda. Straight fireball to the dome. Get you drunk. Get you feeling good. You go out to DC. You get a fireball. You slip it in your sock. You go into the club. You don't need to buy out for the club. It's straight already in the sock. Are you trying to say that fireball is a DC drink? No, I'm just saying if I'm going out in D.C., I got fireball in the sock. I don't need I'm to buy sure anything when like I go in the club. Impeachment vodka, huh? That's the only fucking thing y'all got. Oh, my God. Fireball is trash. Brandon, what's your second pick? Um, Underrated one that I find awesome. Evan Williams and tequila. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Sorry, I've got a little ass Yorkie like walking in and out of this room right now. <laughs> but yeah, no, Evan Williams and Tequila is fucking awesome. All right, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll go with my third pick. I'm going straight New Orleans here, out of Lafitte's bar. I'm going with the purple daiquiri. That thing is fire. All right, and no one can tell me any fired different. Up. 
It is two ounces of bourbon, an ounce of Everclear, four ounces of grape juice, and a cup of crushed ice. That is the most fire thing that you can ever ever serve. Going that second overall pick. Second, second, second pick, second round pick for me. What's your last pick, Tyler? Uh, straight up going to the third round. Uh, this is gonna be a, a little more hot than my last takes, but I'm straight going straight Burnett's, dude. You get some vanilla Burnett's and mix that with some Sprite. Uh, you paying eight dollars for a handle. You you drink a whole handle. You blacking out, and that's fire. You get a little Sprite mixed in with that. You're not even tasting the, the Burnett's. I'm getting straight fired up on an eight dollar blackout Burnett third round. Eight dollars for a handle, bro. What are you fourteen? What the fuck is this? No, that is fire. I'll I'll give him that. That's, that's pretty fired fire. up, dude. Eight dollars for a handle. That cheap price, dude. And that's the thing. You guys are out here picking liquor. And no disrespect. And again, I mean no disrespect. And I know. I'm sorry. I know you guys got some some liquor and some whiskey listeners. But if I'm straight drinking some bottom shelf liquor and I'm straight drinking some top shelf liquor, especially with vodka, it all just tastes like hand sanitizer. So if oh, I'm getting it's some burnets for Yeah, if I'm getting some burnets for eight dollars, I throw in a little with some Sprite. I go to Popeyes, I got the full soda machine, I can put a little cherry coke in there. I'm straight fired up on that. I'm going straight burnets every day. <laughs> coke in vodka sounds like Okay, no, I gotta I'm gonna give I'm gonna mm, I'm gonna give y'all a little some something, something. Oh, I'm not Fire gonna lie. Up. I tried Coke and vodka for the first time tonight because like vodka was the only thing they had, and they fired ran out up. of like Sprite and ginger ale. Coke and vodka is pretty fire. I'm not gonna hold it. Fired up, fired my, up. My my friend, my friend Jordan. He Jordan's went the worst. Fuck that kid. He he made fun <laughs> of me for going Powerade vodka. And Powerade then, vodka and Gatorade vodka is fire. And then went with fire. No. Went with sweet tea and vodka. Jail That's time. disgusting. That is I, the... I had that earlier today. It was <laughs> you it's get terrible. a good mix. It got sweet tea vodkas, I think. Brandon, did you make your second second pick? Yeah, my second pick was Evan Williams and orange juice. Oh, I meant third pick. My third pick. Uh, I definitely had it in my head a little. <laughs> it's been a long night. Uh, I, I think that you're going to be happy with my last pick, Tyler. I'm fired up. Oh, I want to hear this. What's your no, last no, pick? no. You got to go for, You got to go second. What if you have... No, because I'm trying to remember mine. All right, so my last pick is definitely going to be, you know, I'm going going to win dixie getting a 32-pack for $18. I'm going with a natter day. Fired <laughs> up. I'm going with a natter day. I'm happy that that was not oh. taken yet, but a Natterday top, oh my god, that's a top drink for me, you know? That's, that's Fired bad. up. I mean, I was definitely not going to take that because I always drink like mixed drinks. I'm never like a, I hate beer unless I'm playing beer pong. But, uh, I don't know, I'm a big, like, I'm a big Jaeger bomb guy. I will go to the bar and just order Jaeger bomb. I, one time I got my tax return for like $400. And spent all four hundred on buying rounds of Jaeger bombs at the bar in the first night. Fired, fired up, dude. Fired up. I was ready to talk shit about whatever your last answer is, but Jaeger bombs, straight fire. And I just want to give an honorable mention to freaking Irish car bombs, also <laughs> fire. Yeah, I also love Boilermakers. If we're giving honorable mentions out there, I don't think I know what that is. 
it. Look it up. Boilermakers. That'll that'll make your day. It's like <laughs> it's like a shot of whiskey and a like a can of beer. And then you just check um, can I tell you all a story of whenever Jordan? We went to, there. So there's this bar called Fuck Phil. Jordan. There's this car. This there's this bar called Phil Brady's down here. It is where like it's like heavy metal music only, and it's just the it's the worst bar ever. But anytime that we go, either me or Jordan gets so messed up. Like one time I went and they thought I was a part of the band, so they gave me one dollar Miller Lights for like the full bottles. Um, so, and I spent like twenty bucks because <laughs> why not? Um, and so I got messed up obviously. But Jordan had eighteen Jaeger bombs, two shots of Mega Mark, and two vodka sprites, and he <laughs> he almost died. <laughs> That sounds like a flag. We lied. To, they they lied to the bartender multiple times to get him more drinks. So like they would like buy drinks and then just take him outside for him to drink. It was a terrible experience for me because I was the DD that night. Um, but you know it was overall a fun time. Fired up. Um, so that that does it for our top three alcoholic beverages. But we have another top three. And it's gonna be our last question. Fired up. And I don't know how y'all are, how y'all feel about. Lo- love that I started talking and it cut off. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but uh, we have from Trevor Fidel. We're gonna go top five, top three. Sorry, so we have three people. <coughs> top three Thanksgiving foods that includes entrees, desserts, sides. Hey and- Joe. Hey Joe. What's up, Joe? Um, Dylan said hi. I'm is, recording a podcast. Right is now. Joe a female? Joe is a female. Yo, tell her to hit me up, dog. Fired up. <laughs> I will Fired not tell her to up. hit you up. Fired Bye, Joe. Up. <laughs> um, I will not tell her to hit you up. My boyfriend is very cool. Oh, uh, damn, uh, man. Um, <laughs> not fired up. Not I don't fi- like that. Fired energy. down. Fired down. Fired down. <laughs> um, she left her phone here. I'll text you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> top three top three Thanksgiving foods, entrees, desserts, sides. I'm going to go first since I went last last time. And with my first overall pick, I'm going to go with sweet sweet potato casserole. Dude. That would be fired good. up on that's, that pick. That's dude. an easy first overall pick. Sweet potato casserole, number one, easy. That was easy because I hate sweet potatoes, so I'm going stuffing. You're going stuffing? All right, all right, all right. Now you have a tough, tough chore going number three, Tyler. No, dude, you guys gave quick answers. I'm gonna talk a little bit because <laughs> Dylan, I gotta give you a shout. Bye, I'm straight Joe. fired up Bye, because home. sweet potato pie all day. Oh um, yeah, you get the marshmallows on top. Joe. I'm straight fired up on that. But I'm gonna drop a little facts on y'all that y'all probably didn't know. But um, I, I'm a vegetarian, so I don't eat meat. On Thanksgiving, I cheat on my vegetarian diet, and I eat meat on Thanksgiving. I say F the diet, I eat meat. So I'm straight fired up on turkey because, you know, this is my one time eating meat out of the year. Maybe on Christmas Eve, too. I get straight up fired up on eating meat on on Thanksgiving once or twice a year. So turkey got to be my my pick. I'm fired up on that. You know, it's a special occasion for me, so turkey. All right. Um, So my second round pick. Hmm. Where am I gonna go with this one? You went with turkey last last pick, so I'm gonna go right now. I'm gonna go with ham. 
Hams, hams an uh, underrated hams, hams with an underrated part of things. You know, turkey. There's always the turkey, but the ham that they serve with the turkey, fire. Okay, so this is this is how you do it on Thanksgiving. You're gonna get a roll. You're gonna get a roll, and then you're gonna put some turkey on it. Then you're gonna put some stuffing on it. Then you're gonna put some ham on it. Then you're gonna put some sweet potato casserole, and you're gonna take a bite, and it's gonna be the most fire thing you've ever had in your entire life. Fire, fire. So, with that being said, Brandon, what's your second round pick? I'm going with the simple mashed potatoes and gravy. Oh, that's boring. Like, boring. I, I, I don't care if it's boring. It's Thanksgiving, bro. Like, all I do is sit down and watch shitty-ass football on Thanksgiving. <laughs> Shout out to the Lions that play every year. <laughs> Who's playing this week? All, this I, do is, all I do is sit down, watch shitty-ass oh, football, oh, okay. and drink. So I'm gonna eat my mashed potatoes and gravy. I'm gonna eat my stuffing. I'm gonna eat my turkey. I'm gonna roll with it. Shout out! Shout out! Shout out! Oh yeah, Saints playing. Oh, this is gonna be a fun week of. This is a fun Thanksgiving of football. No, it's not. It never we got Bears I, Lions. I we got Bears me. Lions. Then Bills Cowboys. Then Saints Falcons. I don't Fired care who's up. playing. It's never a fun weekend of Thanksgiving football. That's fair. That's that's facts. All I'm right. I'm gonna get drunk, <laughs> fall asleep during the second game, and then wake up for the third game and watch that. What is your last pick, Tyler? No, no, not last pick. Second round pick, Tyler. Dude, I'll be honest. I'm sending a pretty white answer, and uh, this is about as white as you get it. But I'm straight throwing green bean casserole out there. That's fire. I get fired up eating that. And honestly, I never had it until last year, and I had it last year for the first time on Thanksgiving. Got me fired up. Green bean casserole, better than I thought it was going to be. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. My last pick is gonna be one that's not gonna be a, like a popular pick because I know like not everyone has it, but it's my grandmother's specialty, and it's really the easiest thing to make of all time. But it's so fire that I have to have it every year. And she makes it specifically for me and my cousin because we're the only two people that eat it at our family, and it's gonna be spinach and cheese. That's it. That's all it is. Is spinach and cheese, and it's so fire. It's unbelievably fire, and you cannot. Mm, mm. You can you can top it. It's so good. Alright, if we're going with just like arbitrary things that we've done, um, <laughs> I'm gonna go with so I'm taking a shot there. Um I'm gonna go with while I was in Toledo, we used to have Thanksgiving dinner very early. We would eat dessert, and then at like eight o'clock at night, we would drive down to rallies. And we would get Big Bufords, which if you don't know what a Big Shout Buford is. Shout out to Big Bufords. Yeah. <laughs> so fire, dude. It's, it's like the greasiest burger you could ever touch. Oh, my God. They're the worst burgers of all time, but they're so good. <laughs> and we used to get those while drunk on Thanksgiving, and that is what I'm putting as my third favorite thing to eat on Thanksgiving. Dude, I don't want to hear any more about this Wendy's 4 for 4 or whatever. You got to rally to get like a 5 for 4. <laughs> Like, Honestly, like, fuck Wendy's. Dude, <laughs> you could go to rallies or checkers or whatever, whatever it is around you. You can get some you can get some 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 chicken nuggies, some fries, a drink, a sandwich, and an apple pie for like four bucks. And it's the most fire thing of all time. Exactly. That's why I'm one hundred percent rolling with rallies and the big Buford. That's that's my third option. Alright. Tyler, bring us home. This is the last question of the podcast. Last answer of the podcast. So you better bring it. Bring that fired up energy that you've had all episode right now. 
Yeah, I feel like I'm really bringing negative energy to end this episode. But straight up, my last favorite one is just <laughs> my last favorite one is just alcohol, man. <laughs> on Thanksgiving, dude, I just get drunk with my family, and you know, if you know me, I love family. I love spending time with my family, and I just get straight blackout drunk with my family, and I appreciate that. Man. And the thing is, half of my family doesn't even drink, so it's like mostly me and my brother being degenerates, and like. I just straight love that dude. Just getting black on. I got Goldschlager. Straight fucking put a little little fireball in the cider. So alcohol, my last dish. Just straight fired up on that. Yeah, fire. That actually reminded me like my family on Thanksgiving. I am literally the only one that drinks because my brother's a firefighter. My brother's a firefighter, so he's never home for Thanksgiving. And so it's just straight childhood trauma. It's just me getting blackout drunk while everyone else is just, like, watching football that they don't watch to begin with. But it actually reminded me that my other drink I was thinking of was apple pie. I don't know if you've ever had it, but it is mainly Everclear with, like, (laughs) apple, cinnamon, and it tastes just like apple pie, but it gets you fucked up. That is my honorable mention. Dude, Everclear is dangerous, dude. Love it. (laughs) Oh, man. <laughs> All right, well, I think that about does it for this episode. It was a great one. It was a great one. Tyler. Especially that mailbag. <laughs> especially the mailbag. Tyler, thank you so much for coming on. I had a great time. Um, but that does it for our episode. Um, thank you so much, Tyler, for coming on. I had a great time. I think the viewer, the listeners, not viewers, there's nothing to watch here unless you really <laughs> want to watch our watch our. Uh, her logo as the episode goes by um but uh i I think the listeners are gonna love this one as well um you can find tyler on twitter at ty mcclatchy you can find me on twitter at dilly sanders you can find brandon on twitter at dwns underscore brandon you can find the show on twitter at whole nine sports um yeah so um if please listen to us on uh on spotify itunes review us and do the same for the all saints considered podcast uh so i mean i'll let you if you want to give a little quick shout out to all saints considered i know this is, i know it's your site and your podcast if you want to do a little little quick shout out a little quick rant um i'm gonna let you add it real quick yeah all saints considered.com listen to the all saints considered podcast you know we all work hard I, I put my effort in um i recorded tonight also drunk but on that one i like pretended like i wasn't drunk and acted like a mature person so just like give us give us a listen you know i'm working hard out here all things considered all things considered.com give us a listen give us a watch um yeah so shout out them um so yeah i think that about does it for this episode and uh and uh, i will uh we'll talk to you on thursday Bye bye